Bunny. Yes. Bunny. Bunny. Yes. Bunny, are you there? Yes. Okay, there you go. Okay, so you're there? Yes, right here. Can you hear me? I can okay, hear good. you. You can locked you up a bit there. Okay, okay, so we're good. We're good. We're good now. Should hopefully not have any more problems. So we're good. Okay. So, all right, let's get to the podcast. Uh, buddy! Yes. It's all of our stay up to date with their with the news, current events. It's our duty as an as Americans to keep up to date with the the important news of the day. However, yes, it, it can be very difficult to stay up to date on the news of the week. Uh, it's very difficult to stay up to date on the news of the week when your corrupt far-right president is trying to stage a coup to stay in power, all the while giving up on stopping the deadly pandemic. So that's why the Pope on film is stepping up to bat and catching the bits of news that may have fallen through the cracks with a fun little segment that we like to call the Pope on film news smatterings. Yes. So I've got some news, but first I thought we should talk about a little bit about politics. So at the present moment here, here we are politically, Donald Trump has told some aides that he won't leave on Inauguration Day. Meanwhile, newly released emails show that Trump and his officials believed that the best way to defeat the coronavirus was to develop a herd immunity strategy. But in order to adopt a herd immunity strategy, that that means that two to six million Americans would die. So they developed a strategy knowing that two to six million Americans would die. And knowing the Trump administration, they probably pursued this herd immunity strategy, knowing that the coronavirus disproportionately kills blacks and Latinos. Yes. So plan to defeat the coronavirus was basically to let two to six million minorities die. That yes. is where we are right now. Plus, uh, uh, our country got hacked by Russia, which our president doesn't care about. Meanwhile, in the alternate universe where Joe Biden magically solves all of our problems on day one. Yes. Uh, apt South Bend, Indiana, Mayor Pete Buttigieg to be secretary of transportation. Transportation. Yes. And uh, let me tell you about Pete Buttigieg. Uh, he developed this thing called Smart Streets, and that's where a bunch of uh, a bunch of people they, they they studied traffic in streets in downtown South Bend, Indiana. Studied street patterns and when traffic was heavy and traffic flow, and uh, so. And, and then smart streets would, would help traffic and help save money for South Bend, Indiana, by uh, closing down streets that didn't need traffic lights or anything like that. So anyway, uh, the smart streets program deemed that the corner of South and Michigan uh, did not have that much traffic and did not need a street light. So they 
put a bag over the streetlight. And in February uh, 2016, uh, this is what happened. Uh, that uh, intersection south in Michigan was used by uh, buses to pick up young children to uh, get them to a local charter school. And two kids crossed the street and one was struck and killed in the corner of South and Michigan in the intersection where uh, Pete Buttigieg and his Street Smarts initiative deemed that there didn't need to be a streetlight. Pete Buttigieg's response was surprisingly heartless. He said, and I quote, look, we simply don't know whether it would have made any difference Yesterday morning, as two children darted across the street, then uh-huh. to me that sounds a lot like victim blaming. Yeah. Uh, and he later said, What we know is when you calm down traffic, you have an economically healthier downtown and a safer environment overall. But that doesn't mean it's the end of traffic accidents. And yesterday morning, two little <coughs> boys ran across the street, and one of them didn't make it. Didn't That's what he had to say. That was uh, some callous, heartless shit right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I am shocked by that. I am shocked by that. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I bring this up and people, people, I brought this up on Twitter and people got angry at me and, and, and stuff. But the thing is that I feel that we forgot what we all agreed to. And what we all agreed to was, hey, we would have liked to have had uh, Bernie as our president or uh, Elizabeth as yeah. our president. But what did we get? We got Biden. Biden's right. not perfect, but he's going to have so so we all sort of agreed that like the important thing right now is just beating Trump, period. Once we beat Trump, then we can press uh, Biden to uh, to be a bit more left and to hear our needs. But I feel that the in, in the excitement of Trump being beaten, everyone forgot about pressing Biden. Yeah. Biden isn't like a magical savior that is, you know, going to fix everything. And, that, that, yeah, but that, and that it's just upsetting line, to me. It's just yeah, but that whole line was always bullshit. Like right out of the box, it was bullshit. Yeah. Because if we can't press him to the left when he needs us to win an election, we're not going to press him to the left when he doesn't need us for shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Anywho, in non-political news, the Cleveland Indians announced this week. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just okay. finish this one up, okay? I mean, okay. this is just Pete Buttigieg's payoff yes, yes, for stabbing yes. Bernie in the back, just like it was Kamala Harris's yes. payback to get the VP spot. You know, they're all getting their yeah. little rewards now for what they've done, and like. Pete Buttigieg was a former mayor. That's really not qualifying him for as high a position as he's getting. Okay? But, on the other hand, how bad can you really fuck up transportation? 
I mean, that's that's an example, and, I don't and know. it just shows Pete Buttigieg again. But like, how often do you hear about the transportation secretary? You know, even during the Trump administration, we haven't heard about yeah. the transportation secretary. So it's like, okay, basically the mailboy was, and that's fine with me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to get that in before leaving. Yeah, okay. That's cool. I just... Uh, he had a really callous response to a young black boy being run over. Uh, you know? Yeah, and he and has... He's like, I get it. Everyone's pointing fingers. And he has a shitty... Just because he was like the... He was Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 upsetting to me. I feel like we just all forgot that we were going to that that Biden wasn't our best choice, but we just need to get him to win and then we're going to press him. And now it's just, oh, Biden is our savior. Everything's going to go yes. back to normal. And it's like, no, no, yes. no. But that didn't be, I, no, didn't we, I we tell have you this to... was going to happen? We can go back oh, yeah, on no, absolutely. recordings where I said that everyone was going to just go back to sleep. And here they're going back to sleep. Yes. Yeah. It's freaking ridiculous. And but people anyway. would get actively angry at me when I said it. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. In, in uh, non-political news, that's still bullshit. The Cleveland Indians have announced that they will be changing their name and their offensive mascot, Chief Wahoo. So they will no longer be the Chief, the Cleveland Indians, and they are no longer going to be using their offensive mascot. But uh, let me tell you why this news is bullshit. Yeah. Um, the news of the Cleveland Indians dropping the Indians dropping the racist mascot is bullshit because if they really meant that like hey we're we're the Cleveland You have frozen up again. We're catching on awful lot of lag today for some reason. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, command decision. I'm going to go ahead and reboot. So that means I'm going to be shutting down the stream from now. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. Are you back? Yes. I was just about to shut down and reboot my computer because we're catching an awful lot of lag today. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't entirely know what the deal is. I'm worried that it might be my computer, but I'm not 100% on that. Okay. Well, let's you know? let's just keep going for now. If it if it does it again, then we'll go with the reboot. But you're back now, so yeah. Uh, okay. So so 
the Cleveland the Cleveland Indians changing their mascot name is absolute bullshit because what they're doing is they're changing the name of their racist baseball team, but not until 2020, which gives you a small window to purchase our historic merchandise while you can, <laughs> which is like absolute fucking bullshit. If they really wanted to, if they really realized that their name was offensive and wanted to change it, then they would just change it. Instead, they're waiting until 2022 so that people can have time to purchase our historic name and and have uh, get merchandise with the historic mascot. And that's 100. That's, 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 uh, that's well, you know, I mean, from from just a strict business move, which is part of the oh, problem. Oh, yeah, it's a great it makes yeah. you know rednecks are going to be buying that shit up. Oh yeah, and then the the Cleveland Indians said that hey, one hundred percent of Chief Wahoo merchandise sales will go to uh, Native American nonprofit organizations to help Native Americans, and like that's fine lip service, but they haven't specified. What is Chief Wahoo merchandise? Yes. What is that? What what constitutes? Like what the fuck is that? Uh-huh. Is are are they going to? Something tells me that when they say that, that they mean, hey, we're we've made this special merch with our mascot on it, and when you buy this shirt, that money will go to the Native American organization. Everything else, yeah. we're fucking keeping. Yeah. You know. Anyway, the whole the whole thing, the whole thing fucking stinks. Uh, anywho, uh, moving on. Uh, oh, here's some great news that I am really excited about. The WWE is in trouble. Oh, I, I just uh, okay, okay. I, I just I just thought of a really great name for them to to have. They chosen a name yet? I, I got a great no. one. I got a great. Mm. One. The Cleveland, yeah. The Cleveland generational shame. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I thought maybe like, why not go in the opposite direction and be like the the Cleveland whiteies? Yeah. The Cleveland crackers. The Cleveland crackers the Cle- kind of has a ring. You know. Yeah. The Cleveland Crackers, the Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland Pale Faces, mm-hmm. something like that is what I was thinking of. The Cleveland Albinos, the Cleveland. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The Cleveland so Genocidal in Maniacs. We can go with that. I like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm one. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent fine with that. I don't know so if you would happier, maybe start watching sports, but I would definitely start listening to sports news. Yeah, I try to. I would want to check out. I would want to occasionally check in and find out what the Cleveland genocidal maniacs are doing. You know. Yeah. 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 Natasha got into uh, hockey because one of the teams is uh, like. The the Krakens, the Krakens, yeah, Natasha. yeah, and and it's got like tentacles on their logo and stuff, and so Natasha has 
hockey merch now. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, in happier news, the WWE is in trouble. Today, as we are recording this, they're getting ready for... uh, uh, today they're having a pay-per-view WWE TLC tables, ladders, and chairs. One of the most exciting and action-packed pay-per-views of the year. And the last pay-per-view that happens before uh, the road to WrestleMania. So this is a big pay-per-view. And this past Monday on raw was the lead into the pay-per-view. And usually lead ins to the pay-per-views do really big business because people tune in to see, what what's going to happen at the next pay-per-view and so uh, the WWE Raw that happened on December 14th got a 1.5 rating which is the lowest in the history of Raw really uh, really yeah and it was the go home episode for this big pay-per-view that's happening. So I'm really excited to say that the USA Network is super frustrated and pissed off at the WWE because their ratings are shit. I shouldn't feel happy about this, but they deserve it on account of the whole, you know, bribing the state of Florida in order to make wrestling a necessary service. Yeah. Continue recording low-rated wrestling shows during a pandemic. They deserve this, is what I'm saying. They 100% deserve this. Bunny! So, Bunny, here's the big news of the week, okay? The real big news, okay? Not Trump or Biden or the pandemic or the, uh, what is it? The, 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 what is it? You, You get a the vaccine? No, none of that. This is the real big news. Are you ready, Bunny, to have your goddamn balls rocked by this big time news? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Kadabra is back. What's this? Okay, so originally there were 152 Pokemon, and one of them was a psychic Pokemon whose name was Kadabra. Uh, That was the Pokemon's name in in America, but in Japan his name was written as Yoon Geller, a seeming seeming referencing legendary psychic Yuri Geller. And when you add the fact that the Pokemon... Kadabra was drawn holding bent spoons. Yeah. It's pretty obvious that Pokemon 100% based a, uh, a, a character on magician Yuri Geller. He was holding one spoon. He well, had one spoon. There's Abra, and there's Kadabra, and then there's Alakazam. That's the, the Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. And and Abra doesn't have a spoon, but Abra does. Alakazam. Yeah, but Kadabra is usually spelled uh, as Yoon Geller or Yui Geller in Japanese, and he's holding a bent spoon. So it's pretty obvious that Pokemon based a character on uh, psychic Yuri Geller, and he sued in the year two thousand. And as a result of that, Kadabra the Pokemon has not been printed on a Pokemon card in over seventeen years. Wow! Like, okay. 
Nintendo just went like, oh shit, okay, this guy's is suing us, and so we're just gonna stop featuring Kadabra in like anything. And recently Yuri Geller broke his silence. He told website The Gamer that over the past uh, two decades, uh, kids, children, teens, gamers have been writing him letters and emailing him for just decades, begging him to allow Nintendo to use Kadabra again. And recently, he finally relented, lifted his ban on Kadabra the Pokemon and released a statement saying, I am truly sorry for what I did to Pokemon 20 years ago. Okay. Of all of all the things that would come back to prominence in the year 2020, I never thought that drive-ins and Yuri Geller would be back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, shocked by that. But yeah. Uh, it, well, first off, first off, he should have known. He's a fucking psychic. Okay? And second... Exactly. If he wasn't getting letters from, from mad Pokemon fans... He would get no letters at all. Probably, yeah. Okay, I'm saying if, if it wasn't for this, okay, if it wasn't for this, yep. and you came across Yuri Geller's phone number someplace, maybe a public bathroom, something like that, and you called it, he'd answer. He's not busy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially since uh he he hasn't been busy since Johnny Carson was alive. Yes. You know? That's what I would say. Probably. So so that's it for uh the Pope on Film News smatterings this time around. Real mixed bag of news. But those are things that I think that people might have missed. And now you know about the Cleveland Crackers. The Cleveland, uh, what was it? Psychopathic? The the Cleveland Cleveland Genocidal Maniacs. Yes, the Cleveland Genocidal Maniacs. They can have a Jason-like, they can have a Jason-like mascot. Okay. Okay. Uh, he yeah okay yeah kind of kind of like a like a cousin to gritty. Well, I'm kind of thinking like with the hockey mask, kind of like the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. You know, you used to see like you used to see the Mighty Ducks like in a stencil in the back of car windows and shit. Maybe like um. Maybe like Jason, but instead of a hockey mask, he's dressed as like an umpire. Like umpire Jason. Well, he could be dressed as an umpire with everything except the hockey mask. You need the hockey mask. That's his face. Yeah. Okay. If you didn't have at least the hockey mask, how you would identify it as Jason? Oh, it was really great going to the drive-in with Natasha. Yeah. Uh, on Hallow- Halloween Eve and we're watching Friday the 13th and the whole time she's just like where's Jason? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh 
He's not a thing yet. He's not even a thing yet. It's no. weird. It's weird. It's like if Godzilla wasn't in the first Godzilla. It's like Godzilla's mom. Uh-huh. That's, that's how effective that last scare was. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what took it. In the, you wanted to know more about that fucking kid. Yeah, how weirdest, weirdest movie. Yeah, where it's like, uh, like if Halloween, like if Halloween, like everyone knows Halloween is about Mike Myers, but the first Halloween was about Mike Myers's uncle Jeff. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, where's Mike Myers? Oh, he doesn't appear until Halloween too. The first one is just about Uncle Jeff killing people. You, you know my you know my favorite part of Friday the thirteenth the original one mm. what at the very end okay wait a second fucking spoilers you haven't seen Friday the thirteenth yeah. fuck you uh when final girl lops her head off lops the mother's head off and you get the close yeah. up of of the of the neck and the squirting blood and shit. Yeah. And the hands by the face where the head was. Yeah. You ever notice how fucking hairy those knuckles are? Yes. 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 And Natasha pointed out that like, you mean to tell me that like a fifty nine year old woman was able to get that knife through an entire bed? <laughs> And then through an entire neck? Like, how is that possible? <coughs> you know, in that one scene where it's like, oh, yeah, there's no way a 60-year-old woman can do that. She probably has, you know, fragile bones. She's an old woman. Yes. And then you see, like, a body go through a window, and it's like, how did a 60-year-old woman pick up this? You know, <laughs> little teenage girl and throw her through a window. Some of this doesn't check out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's the that's the Pope on Film News Smatterings for this week. We're trying to uh, uh, entertain and inform. inform. And inform, inform. yes. Because so, it's been a wacky, wild year. Yeah, it's been insane. I'm really happy. Uh, thank God it's over. Like that song that we play. Uh, occasionally on the show and cut on that. <laughs>